0: Hey, it's Talk and it's a show I'm really proud to do, something related to my hometown of Montreal, my adopted hometown of Montreal. A really special, awesome, amazing event. If you're in the area or you can travel, you should go. We're talking about Montreal Voodoo Fest with Linda Cherry. Hi, Linda. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hi, thank you very much for having me, John.
0: Yeah, this is, this is a real pleasure uh, because uh, it's rare that I actually get to do something with the, the city that I live in. And unfortunately, I'm going to be away for Voodoo Fest, but it looks like such an amazing event. Uh, I understand that it's the first one. Is that right? It's the first one?
1: Yes, it's, it's the first one of its kind. A lot of people, because you do know that there's a um, a, a very uh, strong Asian presence, a very strong uh, African presence in Montreal. So, of course, uh, voodoo does exist in the city. Uh, some people, sometimes they get together and have little events here and there, but something as elaborated as this one, it is literally the first one.
0: Yeah, and, and can you tell us uh, about the what inspired the creation of Montreal Voodoo Fest?
1: Um, it's a little, little something, um, I watch a movie, uh, it's more like a documentary about a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, about two years ago, which was the hidden history of Haiti. And when, when I was watching this movie it was more about, uh, everything that led to the independence of the country. And there was this element about voodoo. So we, I basically realized that because I was raised a Catholic, um, so it's very the a polar opposite of voodoo. And um, I realized that, okay, it's not just a religion, it's a culture, it's a way of life. And I kind of wanted to know more about it. And I was talking to a friend and uh, he suggested that uh, we do something like that because he knew of those little event that they were doing in Montreal. So he was like, okay, if we put everything together, Uh, we could have something good. And of course, we wanna stay as much as possible away from religion because we're in Quebec, Uh, but we are definitely gonna talk about uh, about it uh, during a few conferences that we program uh, during the week.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and we're going to talk about it in the interview, but for for people watching at home, you can see in the uh, the background you have history, art and culture, right? So this is this isn't necessarily a religious thing. This is much broader than religion. This incorporates a lot of things. And and I think too, you know, we don't really have time, we need to do a whole show on it, but you know, the Haitian Revolution is not just one of the most remarkable events in Haiti's history or in black history. I'd say it's one of the most remarkable events in human history, right? It's uh it's 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 something that people will need to know about and and to know that that voodoo and voodoo culture played a, a role in this uh, um, in this pivotal pivotal uh, uh, human event, I think, is something that that's probably mind blowing for for a lot of uh, people. But but that said, and this is a big question, and you know, we, we have a a, a a limited amount of time today, but you know, just do your best to say, you know, what is voodoo, or or what does voodoo mean to you, at least.
1: Um- for me as i'm just discovering certain elements about it it's part of my culture it just there is no way that we can stay away from it uh we cannot deny it it's part of who we are there is some expression even in the creole language that are related to voodoo so it's pretty much who we are and that's uh one of the elements that kind of uh, bring us together when we are talking about black people all over the world because yes of course uh when the slave ship um came to america the some of them stopped in cuba some of them stopped in haiti some of them went to the united now known as the united states but what we realize is that in all those colonies um there is this voodoo element for example if we go to brazil it's called um uh it's called condomble if we go to cuba it's called Uh new orleans it's uh, very similar to the asian voodoo because uh people that know history know that at a certain point um napoleon lost the colony gave it to the united States. a lot of them left haiti and went to new orleans so and again i'm i'm just an observer, because I'm not an historian, I'm just the organizer of the event, but I got caught into it and there's so many things to learn, because what I would like people to understand about voodoo is voodoo is very political. Uh, the same way of the Catholic religion was very, po- it's still very political. So a lot of things that there's a lot of misconception about it, uh it's basically a a way of living because uh like the first nation uh people that practice voodoo they're very very close to nature so there's a lot of uh things related to plants related to uh medicine and stuff like that and it became a religion so it, it wasn't a religion in the beginning it just became a religion because uh when again we have to go back in history when the slave got together they were from different tribe had different languages but voodoo is kind of what kind of uh, linked them together
0: yeah and, and can you tell us more about what you'd want people to know about voodoo you know what people might not understand about it or maybe some misconceptions right because i think a lot of people when they hear that word particularly a lot of white people you know they're thinking voodoo dolls and black magic and, and really a lot of racist stereotypes so could you tell us a little bit about what what people might be misunderstanding about voodoo uh
1: the crazy thing is Uh, the voodoo doll never is not an element of voodoo. This is something that had been created by Hollywood. So the concept of of the voodoo doll does not even exist. Uh, What I would like people to understand about voodoo is just to keep their mind open. Uh, Because when it comes to religion, I'm I'm a very spiritual person, uh, because I don't like the concept of religion. I really understand that people we are allowed to believe in what we believe in but the negativity about voodoo again it's very political it's historical the reason why uh people had all those negative concept about it is because when the asian people gained their independence they were afraid that other slaves were going to revolt as well and the only way to stop them from doing it first of all you had to um, you have to scare the slaves by telling them that Asian were cannibals, voodoo kill people, uh, that's the, the main purpose, uh, it's an evil uh, religion, etc, etc. So it, it was that campaign for years and years about voodoo. So what I would like people to know is just keep your mind open and learn about it because there's, it's more than just a, a religion there's like a concept there uh, it's it's uh, something that is very close to nature and um uh when we go back to to the asian revolution what they did with those voodoo concept it's more martial it's related to martial art it's related to uh using plants uh of course to sometimes poison people because it's war is war so they had the, the different element in it but it's not evil. It just some people could use it for evil reason, because, I mean, if we're gonna point fingers, what about the Catholic religion? What about the Protestant religion? So it's the, this is what I would like people to know. It's just like, come in, listen to the conferences, and keep your mind open.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, so you mentioned the conferences, but can you tell people what, what to expect at the festival? Tell us about some of the programming, so the music, the performances, the lectures, the food, et cetera?
1: Okay, so we are gonna start uh because I wanted to pay homage to our ancestors. So the first day, it's um a Monday. Why it is a Monday, the 14, because the 14 is uh what we call the in history known as the ceremony of Caima. So it's Caima is a place in Haiti uh where um prior to the revolution the slave got together, it was a swamp. And that's where they got together to talk about what they were going through and how they were going to plan their revolution. So, um, and it was led by um, a slave that came from Jamaica called Dirty Bookman. And so what we're gonna do that night is gonna be purely and simply artistic. We're gonna try to bring certain element of that ceremony and we're gonna have Bookman experience you know uh that is a group well known all around the world that's gonna open the uh the the festival for us and uh, there's gonna be some other artists so it's gonna be something uh it's very important to us to start it on the 14th of august because it's part of history and then after that there's going to be some get-togethers there's going to be some artists that's going to showcase their um their arts on tuesday wednesday we're going to have like a conference with dr jean-fi who is a pastor and but he he wrote a few books about the voodoo religion so we're going to talk about uh the history of voodoo the concept the elements etc and on thursday we're going to talk about uh more about um uh the the voodoo related to um to health and um uh, to uh, more because what, when you believe in voodoo, certain people they really believe that voodoo can cure them of diseases. So we're gonna kind of talk about that aspect. And on Friday, it's gonna be more laid back, where we're gonna go more into the the artistic of uh, voodoo with uh, dances. So we're gonna have an artist um, that is from Brazil. Uh, it was uh, Flavia uh, Nascimento, she's very good, she lives in Quebec, she's also, uh, she's not in Montreal, but she will come to Montreal and, and show us a little bit of something about how uh, that religion is uh, around her part in, in, uh, in Brazil.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And is Montreal Voodoo Festival meant for people already interested in voodoo?
1: Actually, no because the way that we set it up it's for people that don't know anything about voodoo because everything that we're gonna do is gonna be simply um about information of course people that already know about voodoo they're gonna be there of course they're very interested because um the feedback that i'm getting is that oh my god it was time a a lot of people were very afraid about it uh because of the negative um impact of, of voodoo like people really when whenever you say voodoo you, people always like oh my god why are you talking about that even in my culture it's just asian people some people some of my friends when i'm talking about that project I have to go around the bush and tell them, listen, we're not gonna talk about religion, it's gonna be about culture, it's gonna be oh no, 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 I'm gonna talk about that because my grandmother told me this and that. So people still think that uh voodoo is a bad thing. So a lot of people they don't wanna talk about it, they want, don't wanna be associated to it, uh, with it, but um uh like I said, it's a question of ev it's for everybody because first of all. Uh, the way we're doing things it's uh, yes we're gonna have our main event at um, uh, a place that is um, owned by an uh, an Asian group that's where we're gonna have we're gonna have our opening night and it was very important for me to have it at that cultural center because it was related to the Asian community but after that we're gonna go all over the place we're gonna go to the Afro-Musee which used to be called Espace past Mushagalusha, which is in downtown Montreal. We're mm-hmm. gonna have a little bit of something there On um, and people that would like to meet Bookman Experience face-to-face can come. They just have to go to Evan Brighton Reserve and they can like, it's, uh, maybe it's gonna be like for two hours, they're gonna be there, take pictures with them, sign autograph, and there's gonna be some art exhibit. And then uh, for the weekend, it's gonna be a family event and we'll be at uh, La Tourue. Uh, which is in the uh, Semichel um, boroughs mm-hmm. and everybody knows Latour so uh, Cirque du Soleil and everything so that's that's where it's going to be and it's going to be outside it's going to be free for everyone uh, the only thing is very important for people to reserve even if it's free uh, because uh, it's only limited capacity I think we can only hold like maybe three to four thousand people so we just want to make sure that uh, uh, people are not too overwhelmed by, by even.
0: yeah yeah exactly and uh you know the people watching and listening who, who don't know much about montreal may not realize that there is a large black community here but but of course a very large haitian community right something like two percent of montreal a, enormous uh a contribution to the city is is voodoo culture already playing a role in in montreal like you mentioned that there's there's periodic meetups before like can you kind of talk about the relationship between sort of voodoo culture and montreal
1: um well because voodoo has always been that type of on the ground so-called religion we know it's there but at the same time people don't really talk about it so there's no actual voodoo temple in montreal but we do know that there's a few people here and there, uh, not only in the city of Montreal, but all around Montreal. Uh, They're trying, I mean, they do what they can, but sometimes it's just because uh, due to the fact that voodoo was always hidden. So people are afraid to come out, but we know they're there. And um, if I look at all the messages I'm getting, and there's those places where you could go, buy some uh voodoo arts and voodoo things called botanica Mm -hmm. there's a few of them in the city but you're not gonna find a website you're not gonna find you barely will find a phone number it's really people that know that go uh but we know uh that voodoo is there and what people uh, tend to do it's a bit the same thing that what we're gonna do in the festival is the fact that they kind of um uh, they they stay more into the artistic aspect of the culture, and the yeah. the when it comes to the religion part, uh, it's a bit hidden.
0: Yeah, well, can you tell us a little bit more about the sort of the the cultural aspects? Can you tell us the role that dance and music play in voodoo?
1: Um, as everyone know, dance dances uh, within the. Afro culture, the African culture, it's part of who we are. Um, It's funny how back in uh, the old country where people like tribes would meet and have dance battle. And now you see when you look at hip hop culture, that's exactly where the dance battle came from. And uh, dance is, it's kind of a, a way for people to get in touch with your own self and with nature and because you dance for everything, you dance because you're happy, you dance because you're sad, you dance because you you wanna pray to the law, you wanna pray to your gods and maybe because uh it hasn't been raining in days. So again, you see the the kind of relationship between that culture and the First Nation culture because people will literally dance because they they wish it will rain and when it rains they kind of they believe it's because they dance so uh, even it. myself I'm not a good dancer <laughs> but it's like when we hear music it's really part of who we are and it's it kind of um it, it that's a way to transform our own being so that's the part of the the what music uh stand for for us
0: yeah, and uh, you mentioned the, the Loa. Can you tell us uh, about the Loa a little bit, like who they are, and again, maybe clear up some some misconceptions.
1: Okay, so the difference between um, because when we when when you uh, do the parallel between Voodoo and other uh, Christianity, mm-hmm. it's the fact that Christianity has one God, mm-hmm. uh, but when it comes to Voodoo culture, you have multiple gods so that's what the loa is there's not one loa there's multiple loa there's the loa for they they have different names i don't know all of them there's agwe there's papa Ligba. there's i mean so each of them they have their own purpose you pray them for a specific reason so this is one of the aspects that we're going to talk about because there's there's a lot of them there's uh marassa which are uh, twins um and uh there's the uh, madame brigitte who's the loi too as well um so it's um again it's a god it's mo- we have multiple god we just we don't have one god
0: yeah yeah and, and finally can you tell us uh you know you mentioned uh you know, voodoo for healing and uh, its connections to culture, to resistance, to politics. But can you tell us a little bit more about like how voodoo could change one's life for the better?
1: Okay, Um, to how it would change your life, I wouldn't, I cannot say specifically. What I can say is voodoo, um, again, I mentioned it in the beginning, it became a religion. Voodoo is kind of a concept where men and women uh, are one with nature. That's what it is about. Uh, because if you look at most of the the, um, uh, the people like they work with herbs, they work with plants, they, they, that's what it is about. Um, it's about how you have to nature is there to serve you, but you also have to serve nature because it's you and because you, you are one with nature. So that's the the aspect, um, what it could change in our life i believe that we need to go back there we we need to go back to nature because when we think about it for example i'm not a big partisan of pills for example um i remember so that's a little anecdote i remember when i was um maybe seven or eight i used to have crimps all the time for no reason and i always loved school and when the school would call my mother and say okay come and bring her up because she she's suffering and i had all those cramps she went to every uh, uh uh doctor here in montreal and nobody could find the cause of uh of uh, my cramps and i was too small to think it's like you know that was becoming a woman or something like that and we went to to haiti on vacation one time and my my grandmother was like oh well you know what uh, she needs to to see that herb guy and um so the guy looked at me and he asked me to explain to show him where it was hurting me and everything and he gave us that little potion without even like having any medical instrument he knew exactly what was going on and he gave us that little uh, potion and um it was just um plants it was plant-based and um I think maybe two days later he told my mom just give her one spoon of it she wakes up in the morning don't eat during the day only eat at 6 p.m when the sun is down and up until today even when I was giving birth to my child I did not have cramps <laughs> so, oh, Wow. yeah and and after after a while I asked my grandmother and I said who was that guy and she said, "Oh, this guy, his uh, great grandfather used to be a voodoo priest, and they know about herbs and stuff like that. They know about plants. So there's, there's, um, there's a treasure in in nature that sometimes we tend to forget."
0: Yeah. So um, Yeah. Well, you know, that's basically our our interview right there. But it's it's fascinating. Uh, I think it's going to be a really remarkable event. Uh, I hope it becomes a yearly event. I hope that everything goes really well. So everybody watching at home, it's uh, MontrealVoodooFest.com. we am going to put the link in the notes. And uh, Linda, the dates again are August 14th to the 20th, is that right?
1: Exactly, August 14th to the 20th. And of course, uh, on the website, all the information is there. People that have questions, do not hesitate to send us an email question. French, English. We have a couple of Spanish speaking people around us. Um, so and we hope to see you there.
0: Amazing. Okay, thanks again. Bye everybody. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.